Welcome in to the Dream Team Fantasy Podcast. It's me, Derek Hugo. Derek Wacky D's Wacky Escobar. Wacky D's Escobar. Papi Chow Chow. <laughs> and the Juice Man. <laughs> we here. We're here. We keep it 100. Alright. I try to. No, we keep it 100, Chowder. Say it. 100. Thank you. Off to a great start already. I love it. Uh, we <coughs> are going to talk about the unfortunate news that uh, never ends, and that's Lamar Jackson requesting a trade. And there's still absolutely no movement whatsoever. Some crazy shit. It's not going to happen until the draft is over. Well, if he requests a trade, it doesn't matter about the freaking the tag. Yeah, yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Like they Because he's not him. signed on anything. He has to sign something before you can get traded. He's part of the team, though, because of the, the transition tag. No, you got to agree to your... you got to sign the... con. So, like, when a franchise player gets traded, trade. they sign the tag, though. Sign and trade. So, why would he sign that deal, though? Huh? Why would he sign a $32 million deal or whatever He's it is? Not. If, if, if it's, it's to a, work a deal with another team. Yeah. He can get traded to another team, work <clears throat> yeah, a deal. That team doesn't have to worry about the possibility of Baltimore matching. Everybody goes about their business. Yeah, but don't you think it's cheaper to do the tag, though? It could Cause be. Because two first-round picks is not shit for what somebody's going to yeah, have to do. Yeah, but you give run up. that risk of, I we wasted all this time and did this negotiation, and then Baltimore was like, screw you guys. Well, then they've got an upset quarterback who doesn't want to play for them, especially now that he said I crested a trade back in March 3rd. Yeah, so. well, I, don't, I don't know how it's going to go. Okay, just like Aaron Rodgers. I don't. <laughs> Speculations. <laughs> Fuck. I thought by now Aaron Rodgers would be a jet. I thought sure. so, too. I I'm starting to think I dream, dreamt all this, okay? I don't know what's real. It's an error. Ah, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron. 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 Um, <laughs> there hasn't really been that much big news other than that. Marvin Jones went back to the Lions. Um, DJ Shark went to... To Carolina? To Panthers. Bet you has a better season than Adam <laughs> I was about to say, now I have two guys I'm all in on. Just kidding. <laughs> That's really it, though, huh? Like, yeah, still nothing on Hopkins getting traded. Yeah, Hopkins. Not even rumors. Uh, Sean Payton came out and said that they're not trading Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. Coaches have lied before. But, <laughs> <laughs> but for now, we're going to go ahead and expect... That on the Broncos. We'll Coaches see. Coaches have lied before. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Did you guys talk about Cooks to the Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Talked about Cooks to the Cowboys. Um, we we talked about Dalton Schultz, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we talked about all the one year deals. Let me see if I could pull up. 
while you guys talk. Any I know there's defensive signings. It's hard to differentiate those. Oh, man. But something that's going to impact fantasy football much, I think we're in the clear. I'm trying to see who the best unsigned guys are still out there. Okay, so Odell Beckham. Since we talked about quarterbacks last week, Odell still out there, yeah. Shroud going number one. I would want to think so, but I hope so. I don't know. I'm definitely not picking Bryce Young number one. Yeah. That's for sure. What about you? That's Mickey Mouse. Yeah, you, you had him third, third in your rankings, right? Yeah. I'm pretty like I, and it's funny I see stuff that like has. Young there is like their pick, and I'm like, are these guys watching the same film that I am? Like, well, didn't they talk about uh the Raiders like having like a meeting with them and like uh thinking about drafting a quarterback in the first? Yeah, I mean that's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you have Panthers, Texans, Colts, Raiders, all in need of quarterback. Yeah, Lions, I guess, could be thrown in there. There's a lot. There's a lot. There is. So, I don't know what's going to happen. There's been talks. Of, I don't know. Everywhere you see, there's just, like, rumors. Could, could it be Anthony Richardson? Could it be this? There's Nobody's going to ever know until the draft happens. Yeah. yeah. I've been seeing rumors that apparently... Uh, some people are not liking Will Levis. That he's got like an attitude problem in the interviews. They said he's been bombing those. So, well, ooh. he's a douchebag or what? I guess arrogant and entitled is what a lot of people have been saying about so him. He's Ryan like, Leaf. He's no, he's that quarterback from the make believe movie with uh, Kevin Costner. Drafted? Yeah, <laughs> that movie. I, I think I watched it once, and I think I was on my phone the whole time, so I don't even know what happened. I just remember he wasn't didn't no one none of his teammates showed up to his birthday party. Yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> but was he drafted though? Yeah, but <laughs> we'll have to see about Will Levis. Um, something like that could push him, but all it takes is one team to like him, and I someone mean, likes the arrogance. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> that's not really a trait you want yeah. in your. Like most important position of the team, because mm-hmm. they don't want your team hating him. Uh, yeah, but who knows? All it took was the Broncos like Paxton Lynch, and we all see how that went. Fucking pirate! Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say something, but I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> oh. Unless there's anything else, we'll go ahead and move on fly, to the bread fly. and butter <laughs> with Bajan. No. Come on. Just take him. If he lasts till the 30, 30th no, pick, 10. yeah. 30th. At 10. 30th. Take him. 30th. He's a top 10 pick, Chowder. Perfect landing spot. <laughs> we need other needs. I don't care about your needs. I care about fantasy football. It's like you having a need for like a heart surgery and me saying, here's my liver. That's, f- thank you. I mean, two livers I'm could grateful. be pretty beneficial. <laughs> it could you be. You know how much alcohol Derek could drink? <laughs> A lot. And the drugs he could do? A lot. Just kidding, mother, if you're listening. Okay, so so what are we getting into, Derek? We are getting into 
the top 10 running backs in the upcoming draft. There was a lot of, uh, <laughs> not debate, but we were kind of all over the place. Discrepancies. I think we all have come to the conclusion that this is not the greatest running back class. It's top heavy, but there's definitely some depth in it. It's like if McDonald's all of a sudden added a filet mignon. Um, Still going to try it. There's one. (laughs) No, like from like a top chef, though. So it's like we have one item that's freaking amazing. And then the rest is, you know, it's edible. (laughs) (laughs) What are the the ingredients in those? (laughs) Don't worry about it, all right? Cow. Maybe. That's for sure. Okay, so we have to specify, too, that these rankings could very well be a lot different depending on where these guys get drafted to. Yes. Um, You know, we look at... I'm trying to think of who last year was somebody that went a little bit to a spot that was better. James Cook, we jumped on that bandwagon. He wasn't even talked about and went to the Bills. Yeah, went to the Bills and everyone was... All over it. All over it. Taking him. I think fifth pick in the first round of a rookie draft was well he was a second round pick too right yeah mm-hmm. but he was yeah he was starting to go really high um not necessarily someone that went high but you know, we look at isaiah pacheco went to the chiefs mm-hmm. and that ended up being a really good spot for him same with like tyler algier um, last last year's draft was a little bit more top heavy too with Brees and, and kenneth walker yeah but <clears throat> yeah, it's not not to say that you can't find like some kind of diamonds in the rough. Yeah, it's like just because somebody gets drafted to a great spot, but their talent is lacking, doesn't mean they're gonna go do great. Mm-hmm. And same thing if someone has great talent, but they get drafted to a spot where it's a timeshare, doesn't mean they're not gonna be great. I mean, look at a couple years ago, Jonathan Taylor started out. With Marlon Mack as the number one, Naeem Hines as the pass catcher. Mm-hmm. So some people were not as he's excited not about touches. it. Yep. And then <coughs> things changed real quick because he's talented. Derek hated him. I still do. Uh, Derek hates him so much. <laughs> so wrong. I hope the Lions trade Swift to the Colts. That way the Colts can know what it's like to have a real running back. Oh, <laughs> damn. Um, I don't know where this came from. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, we do. Uh, it's so, kind of chilly down here. I know. Because the back door's open. <laughs> Fantastic. You should probably go around and close it real quick. I don't think I want to. You want you want to have a chowder here freezing? Papa Chow Chow. Uh, I'm yeah. thinking about Hugo over here wearing t-shirts and a short. I'm fine. Yeah, it's like a mountain man over here. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great noise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Chowder, you have our consensus list. We have list. the consensus list. At number 10, Zach Evans. Zach Evans. From? From Ole Miss. Ole Miss, yeah. Um, he was a late addition to my, my top 10. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and talk about Deuce Vaughn real quick because he was originally in my top 10, and I just want to talk about him. Talk about him. Fantastic running back got a great skill set got heart got everything but he's five foot five <laughs> 168 pounds i believe oh jeez! So i can't i just i think i saw one on one of the scouting reports was like some afc scout said you know great talent but 
with his size, he's completely off our board. So it's kind of. It's just I didn't realize he was that like weight that little too. I think he. They said he might be might have been the shortest guy in combine history. So not, like, not being facetious. We're we're talking about Derek making this guy look small. Yeah. I can do that thing where you kind of like look over his head and act like he's not there. I could do that to him. <laughs> but I wouldn't because he's got heart. But yeah, oh we'll go ahead and talk about Zach Evans. That's his best stats out of the combine. He's in the one percentile in height and weight. <laughs> Just the wrong direction. So, so Zach Evans, he was uh, like the number one uh, running back coming out of high school. So, like, he was highly touted, went to the Horn Frogs, and he got a little bit of work, but uh, not, I think his best season was, like, 800 and something yards his, like, sophomore year, but then transferred to Ole Miss, which he put up similar type of numbers, but, like, when you watch his tape, there's uh, some plays where you're just like, damn, like, that's why this dude was... Like, the number one ranked running back in his class. Because he shows, like, those flashes of, like, this guy is going to be in the league and he's going to be, like, somebody to, like, somebody to know. But then there's some times where you're just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, I think it's funny on NFL.com, one of his weaknesses, fumble rate is concerning. And they also have his NFL comparison as Melvin Gordon. (laughs) Just want to put that out there. But, yeah, yeah, he's, he's often been injured. It's a pretty good yards per carry, but I mean Melvin Gordon when he came out was the fucking guy too though. Yeah, it was a first round pick. So not a bad comparison in some some sense. I mean he's at ten for us, so <laughs> he's not and we've already said this class is underwhelming, so And we had these guys hard eight through tens were all huge over the mixture. Board. Yeah, so um yeah, I don't know if anybody else has anything to add. Not really. I didn't have much on him. He's got home run ability, but... Yeah, he has big upside, but then again, like... Very risk-reward with yeah. him. Um, so, yeah, yeah, he probably... I would say he's going to be a day three pick. Yeah. So, I mean, we've been <clears throat> been shocked before, but... I would be shocked if he goes before day three. All right. Number nine. Number nine. Who do we got here? Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller out of TCU. Six foot, 220. Good size. <clears throat> I think that's kind of one of the main things. Is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like more of the prototypical running back. 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he has good vision. Uh, underwhelming speed. Like, he he could bust one. Like, he, I think he's just underwhelming in general. I feel like when I watched this tape, it was just like, doesn't have great speed, doesn't have great power, doesn't have the great cuts. Like, like he he but, could he could kind of do everything, but it's all like, uh, very measurable. He like, doesn't do anything special. Yeah, but he's good. He's a good all around. Yeah, he just. But, I mean, there's something to be said for 
what he can like his rushing average and everything in college was pretty fantastic. Yeah. TCU isn't they're definitely playing some tough schools. It's not just walk over. Yeah, I mean they made it to the national championship. Yeah. We don't talk about that game. No. But they made it <laughs> It didn't happen. The guy worked. So yeah, I he's gonna be a backup. Um He's someone I think just getting a chance is gonna be his his thing. He needs to Yeah, he might be one of those guys that like he gets drafted, doesn't get much work, but then the starter goes down and he gets a game or two being the guy mm-hmm. has some fantasy value there, but I don't think he's gonna be a consistent guy. I'm yeah. not He's not going to get receiving work either. He's not somebody that's He gonna... showed some receiving work, like which is a good thing. Like... Some, but it, at an NFL level, I don't think he'll be getting yeah, no. much. Two, 20 years old, that's a, that's a positive. But, yeah, the skill set, I just don't quite see it there. I, I wanted to see more from his tape, and I just didn't get it. Number yeah. eight. I'll let you say his name. <laughs> Is it my boy? Yeah. Israel. Izzy. I'm trying to... Oh, damn it. There's no pronunciation. <laughs> Abanaconda. Abanaconda. Uh, it's pronounced Abanaconda. So, pretty close. Abanaconda. Dang, Chowder did a lot better yeah. than I thought. <laughs> yeah, I, I did a lot better than I thought. <laughs> this is coming from a guy who said E-Tine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no offense. Font. Font. Yeah. Font. Oh, uh, man. So, he's here at eight basically because of me. Because of uh, Derek. Jose and Hugo did not have him in their top ten. They are fools. Fool. Um, did, did Jose... Oh, no. He didn't I'm say right. why. Okay. And then Chowder had him at ten. I had him all the way at five. So, um... Loves the man. It's just, I just, I like what I see. See, to me, Derek, I I feel like, yeah, maybe one year in the NFL, in the perfect system, uh, he'll probably have a thousand-yard season. Like how Tatum Bell did for the Denver Broncos, because that's who he is. He's not Tatum Bell. How is he Tatum Bell? (laughs) He got got good speed. He's 5'10", 216. So? Prototype. No. Yes. Oh, my god. He's not a a three-down back. How is he not a three down back? He can He's not. He can catch. He can run. Make he somebody can pass miss. Block. Yes, he can make somebody miss. I doubt it. Oh my gosh, you're out of your mind. Freaking. He he's good when he has the hole and he could just bust through. In my eyes, this man had hundred plus yards in nine out of eleven games, and he can't make somebody miss. How do you figure that, Hugo? Riddle me that, Derek. When the hole is big. And you have the speed to just... Oh, yeah, because Pitt turns out so many freaking offensive linemen. Make it make sense to me. What? Derek. Make it make sense to me. You're the only one that had him in the top ten. No, I had Chowder him at, at 10. ten. Okay. What you see, Chowder? What, what what did you see in I just watching him play? He's, a, he's kind of another one of the prototypical running backs out of there. And the best thing I liked was... Downhill, just yeah. Put your foot down, go, go. 
and that that's part of one of his weaknesses which he can improve on is like sometimes he just tries to get there too fast and doesn't let his blocking develop yeah but but, but what i'm saying is in the in the next level Derek, holes aren't like that those gaps get filled but he ain't afraid of the i guess i <laughs> oh yeah, because five at five ten two sixteen, he's gonna be afraid of freaking. He he doesn't play like Derek. When you see him uh, going against a cornerback, a cornerback takes him down easy. No, yeah. What tape were you watching? His tape. You watched not, one, not you watched the highlight game, didn't you? Not, you watched not, one game, didn't not, you? Not the highlight tape. I didn't. I watched more than highlight tape. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying he doesn't have the best contact balance. It's decent. But when you could get taken down by a defender like that, I don't know. It's not special. Nonsense. It's not special. I'm calling nonsense on that. Not, not special. I don't know. Tatum Bell. He was a second-round pick. Yeah, they had 320 yards and six touchdowns. Not special. Got it. In one game? Got it. In one game on six carries. Look at Tatum Bell's <laughs> stats. Uh, this is, the funny part is we had a, this argument before the podcast started. And I thought, you know, maybe it might be over from here, but obviously it's not. No, um, it's, uh, that's why I let you guys go. <laughs> it's pretty fun to listen to. I just don't understand what you don't see. That you were willing to put someone like Sean Tucker above him. I didn't have Sean Tucker. I thought you my... said he was your number eight. No. No. I had the dude from Illinois. Oh. I had Sean Tucker oh. there. Well, he's better than both of those guys. I had the dude from Illinois, but... Number five. To me, I was like, his vision sucked, but he was like Miles Sanders to me. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Those That's big, a pretty good those, fucking those comparison. Big, Not big when your vision <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Miles Sanders, we can't throw Miles Sanders in there then. You got great vision. <laughs> you don't get a five-yard average in the NFL without it. I'm just saying. <clears throat> I think he... I, I like him. Like... 1,800 all-purpose yards, and somehow Hugo doesn't think he ever made a person miss in college. Derek, people have breakout seasons. Was it? What was his uh, stats the season before? You know how many people can say that about? A lot. Damian Pierce didn't have over 800 yards in his whole college career. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. So. As a junior, he had 123 carries for 651 yards, an average of 5.3 with seven touchdowns and no fumbles. No fumbles. No That's fumbles. Good. Okay. Averaging six yards per. He had three fumbles right in his three years of college football. He had seven touchdowns his junior year. Seven. You don't okay. get that if you're a scrub playing limited time. I'm he's not a big receiver listen, guy. He's going to be a guy kind of like a... He's not a big receiver guy, but he can't catch. He can catch. twelve. That Do you get that from 12 receptions and 146 yards? Yeah. That's, that's, you can he catch. Looks, he looks natural catching. <laughs> there's, some, there's some guys that you see on film. Where they're bobbling. Like, yeah, I get that, yeah. So. <laughs> I just wanted to be a smart ass. Off. That was a good one. Izzy, I'm an Aconda. I think I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be taking them everywhere because guess what? People aren't. Well, ahead, they might be, but I'm, I feel like I'm one of the highest on him. Yeah, so. but he's also someone I look at, and he just needs to go to a a correct place. I think one of these guys that a, these a zone, go, like a zone, like a to, scheme. to me, like a Jacksonville where they don't really have that that power 
guy. And he'll take Etienne's job. <laughs> Etienne. Get it right. Etienne. Right, I, I feel like I've been just, you know, taking up a lot of the space here with this one. So I will. We'll move on. We'll, we'll move on. Next one at seven. But, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have hey, t- Frank the Tank Bigsby. 1,200 yards, 16 touchdowns. This Okay. His senior year. Izzy had that in one game. 6.7. Izzy had that in one game. Yard average. (laughs) (laughs) He's Tatum Balderic. No, he's not. We're going to Frank the Tank Bisbee. Big Bisbee. Bigsby. Auburn University. He needs to stop dancing. That's all I'm going to say. Derek, when you have a shit offensive line and you have to dance. no, I, Yeah, but I, you're making it worse by dancing. I, I do agree. Like, sometimes, like, you just got to. And I, I think he showed that this year more than the previous two seasons was where uh, this this past season, he would kind of just, like, pick his spot and go versus, like, his junior and sophomore year. But he's a, he's a player that has been pretty productive even from his freshman year. Like, uh, good. Uh, after the after the first initial contact, I think he his whole career he's like around four yards after contact, which is pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he has plenty of traits that are good, but there's just like things that. I mean, hopefully, good coaching can fix him, but he's coming out with a lot of touches. A lot of usage in college too, which isn't necessarily the greatest thing. Yeah, ran a four, five, six at the at the combine. Not the greatest, but yeah, I see like good contact balance. Uh, he has speed to like break one too. Uh, catching sometimes he did have like those concentration drops where you're like, God damn, dude, like. You don't want to see that shit. Mm-hmm. But I think he could be like a decent uh, receiving option too. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times. It's a, it's a lot with a, most of these running backs. They want to try and bounce it out too much. Yeah. Instead of just finding the hole, going through, getting four or five yards. See, and like I, I think that that's kind of what like running backs in today's age are kind of like. Like that's the kind of style that you're seeing where it's just like bounce it out and try to hit a home run. Yeah. But could be partially, I think not getting destroyed up the middle too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it's at the same time. It's just, those are where the hard earned yards are. Mm -hmm. The ones that make your team better. Where you expect someone his size to smash through. Yeah. You know, get your team to, second and five Mm -hmm. you know third and short yeah i i did like that like against good competition too like he looked like like one of those players like he looked like a guy that you could trust like i don't know if it's like against alabama or uh i don't know i was watching like the tape that i watched was against teams that were good and he looked like he should like he belonged yeah i I agree with that. It's, it's just so hard to determine on what he's going to look like in the. It depends on how much work he really wants to put into make, honing his craft. Mm-hmm. He can be up there, 
he's got the hands they're little <clears throat> it says uh He has, uh, don't listen right now. <laughs> See, and one of the things that I had in my notes was how his offensive line this year was the third worst in run blocking in the nation. <laughs> Which, I mean, it just shows. That's like, pretty bad. Yeah, if it's the third worst and you're still able to, like, uh, make something out of dog shit, like, I don't know. Yeah. On the receiving stuff, I was going to say he has the hands because he has he can catch. It's the feel. It seems like he doesn't quite have got the full grasp of it. Just a little hesitant, I guess. Doesn't look as natural. Mm-hmm. But that kind of goes with his dancing around at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, like, like certain things just gets a little maybe too excited or jumpy. Yeah. He, <clears throat> he needs to fix that shit, and if he does, like... He could be a guy that fucking makes some noise in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's hard because it's like, I don't want to bring him up, but is he the only one I could see becoming a starter that we've talked about so far? <laughs> I'm just saying. Derek, just I, let's go to the next one. I like him because he runs through, like, he could run in between the tackles. Like, that's why I did like him. But You like him because he's a good running back. Got it. But not to be in my top ten. I don't know. I've You're lost. You, you can have a, a trait. You can have a trait that you like, but show me something else. You're lost. <laughs> Who's next? On to the next one. At number six, we have Tajay Spears. From Tulane. From Tulane. Um, Who beat the shit out of USC. <laughs> How many touchdowns did he put up? Four? Four. I was, 200 yards. I was 100% just talking crap about him, but that's only because uh, <laughs> Hugo was dissing on Izzy, so I had a diss on his guy, which is Tyje Sharp. Or Spears, not Sharp. Spears. and Because uh, you had him at four, right? Yeah. To me, I just see like such a fluid athlete. He could catch... Uh, like. It, it's the opposite of uh, Tank Bigsby where, like, he looks like a receiver when he's, like, catching balls. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, already kind of, like, setting up, like, uh, the next move to, like, make somebody miss and make a big play out of something. Yeah. He's, it's just, he kind of seems more like he's going to be a guy that's going to be more of a scat back in the league. And that's kind of what scares me away from him why I have put him lower because, He's got all of the skills that you want. He can make a cut and go. He can make people miss. He shows power at times. Mm-hmm. He has the speed, but at 200 pounds, yeah, you, you know, don't. The only person that's really doing making noise at that weight in the NFL right now is Austin Eckler. So it's like, for the most part, at the running back position, you see, yeah, and if prototype like if you were to kind of what it reminds me of is a Eckler though but if you were to see them next to each other like they have completely different builds like Eckler is like a thick like <laughs> like like he, a thick. He, he like he's a thick dude and if you look at uh Spears he's he looks more like more like a slender type of 200 pounds <laughs> a, a, a machine yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just like his receiving ability is just I 
we watched the the we were watching his highlight before and just his ability to make people miss and spin out of stuff. It wasn't just one move. Like he just he had everything in the, the I see the like, toolbox. I see like a little bit of like Aaron Jones's game in his game where like he's a fucking threat, like a playmaking threat. <clears throat> just get him the ball. Yeah, just get him the ball and he can make something fucking happen. Yeah, I just I could be wrong, but I just see him as he's gonna be stuck behind somebody. And his production levels are not gonna be as great. Well all these motherfuckers. Well like, most of these guys, yeah. Yeah, like um like every one of these running backs, I'm like, if they went to Miami, like <laughs> like all of them, I'm like, if they went to Miami it'd be fucking perfect. I mean let's <laughs> but, too bad they have eighteen running backs on their team. Like Yeah, but none of them are really difference makers like let's think like if he went to uh cleveland i was gonna say let's think of teams right now that would be not necessarily a good fit just for spears but in general where like there's openings and opportunity cleveland would cleveland be... is one for a receiving back yep. because nick chubb just has never had that throughout his career so mm-hmm. you know he definitely need a receiving back there uh miami and atlanta are always the, the obvious culprits San Diego or uh, Chargers are gonna need one. <laughs> Chargers may need one if they're they, going to. If they, <laughs> they said they want to keep Eckler. We'll see if that happens. Gotta pay the man. Minnesota if they trade Dalvin Cook. I mean Bengals if they were to cut Joe Mixon. Bengals in general. Eagles could easily draft someone of these guys yeah. fill in for their fine. Cowboys could find somebody to compliment Pollard. Mm-hmm. The Bears, um, you know, they have two running backs there, but I don't take them out of drafting a running back, especially with all the picks now mm-hmm. that they have. I'm trying to think where else would be. The Broncos? Broncos. I see them maybe going day three pick with that one, but. Chiefs could be in the market looking. They have not. Jared McKinnon is still out there, which is kind of surprising to me. I thought the Chiefs would bring him back. Bring him back. Real They've quick. been very hesitant to sign anyone. I don't know if the Chiefs have signed anyone except for the tackle. Yeah, but like I, I think where we're getting to is like uh, there's so many places in the league where uh, like that complimentary back. Like there's not a lot of places right now that is welcoming for a full workhorse mm-hmm. but at the same time i think there's only one real workhorse in this draft so yeah but we'll get to him in a little bit next next is at five Dwayne mcbride mcbrizzle mcbrizzle another one another one that was frustrating because he saw the good things fau or no uab, UAB. You got me all confused. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he was another one that was frustrating because he's got the he's got the size that you yeah. want. Uh, he's also got you know good speed, good cuts, good contact balance, but the competition level is a hard one to like kind of compare. It is, but at the same time, I feel like running backs. You also do show up by having a seven point three average. Yeah, so yeah, that'll that'll do it. What you don't do though 
is what, Hugo? Fumble the football. And he did that a lot. <laughs> Five fumbles for the previous year. I'm guessing that's lost, so. Yeah. Which, which that's is not, not, good. not good. That's not like, good, no. We talked about uh, Abanaconda having three in his in his career. Yeah. This man tripled it. Yeah. <laughs> in two working seasons. And that's in college. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you have guys yeah. in the NFL that are excellent at punching out the ball and they're gonna be looking to rip it any chance they get yeah that's like what's coached and that's that's probably the thing as a running back that will get you not only benched but out of the league yeah in a hurry is if you keep coughing up the ball um unless you're melvin gordon and nathaniel hackett keeps playing you but so he could end up with the jets is what you're saying possibly (laughs) No, but but that's the quickest trait to get you in the fucking doghouse. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want that shit. But 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 it's also something that's like fixable. Like a it lot of, a lot of people work on uh, ball security, and yeah. there's like so many different methods. Fucking remember Tiki Barber changing the way he holds the ball. Like well, not just him too. Like you look at Jonathan Taylor had a huge fumbling issue at Wisconsin. Came into the NFL, he's you know put some on the ground, but at a way less rate. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially compared to the workload. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, Jonathan Taylor has the great attributes to where you might be able to overlook a fumble. Yeah. yeah. This guy, if he puts it on the ground, chance he might not get back in the game after that. Well, he's a very limited kind of coming in because he's not a receiving guy. He had five in two years. Yeah. So... And- like me and, me and Derek were talking about it before too, where it's like, uh, just because you don't see it in in college doesn't mean you can't really produce mm-hmm. it in the NFL. So, yeah, we brought up Kenneth Walker last year in Michigan State, and I forget where he played before that, but he didn't have a lot of receiving work at all. Looked pretty good in Seattle. Uh, like I kind of brought up with Izzy back uh, when we were talking about him, it's like more how you look catching the ball mm-hmm. versus your actual numbers yeah so two attempts two catches doesn't give you a good look (laughs) but i give you a good look but at the same time if that's if you have 10 targets total yeah you don't really get a whole lot of opportunity yeah i i think when i was watching tape on one of the games like it seemed like that whole offense like like that wasn't even part of the like game plan was like like, there was nothing to the running backs. Like, no short tosses or anything. If they were, it seemed like kind of like just get rid of the ball. Like, not really anything planned. Well, and if that bowl game stats are any indication of all the season stats passing, they had eight passes completed in that one game. Yeah. So, you're thinking of Taijay. Am I? Yeah. Yeah, I am. USC. Tulsa. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The, the school colors are the same color, so I'm getting all mixed up and blowing my mind up. Mix up I'm the schools, dumb. then you called them Tulsa. Oh, you got late. me all messed up now. <laughs> you had me all messed ever up. Ever since you echoed Chowder's voice. <laughs> Don't make me do it again. Can, yeah. can you roar for us? <laughs> no. Please give us a roar. <laughs> no. Please. No. The people want it. The people no. are asking for it. Roar. No. Roar. Not going to happen. Roar. 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 <laughs> Roar, 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 roar. 
No. Damn uh, it. Damn it. <laughs> um, so. That was number six? That was, was it six or five? That was five. Five. Do, uh, like watching them play, did you guys kind of like see any like flash of any player or anything that you could kind of compare them to or anything? I told you guys I'm not good at that one, so. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who right now it looks like. Uh, I can't really think of. Maybe A.J. Dillon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, to me, I like saw a little bit of J.K. Dobbins in him. Uh, where, like, if he gets through to, like, the second level, like, this dude's dangerous. Like, he's going to make somebody miss or go through uh, whatever defender's there, like... Um. Yeah, he's he's a good prospect, but fix the fucking fumble. He's walking around everywhere right now, carrying a football. Should be. <laughs> I guarantee it. Let's go to number four. Number four, from Texas A and M, Devin A Chain. A Chain. Uh, yeah, he's. I hate to keep saying it, but another guy that had some frustrating tape. Very small. Small, but he's got speed. Yeah. To make up for it, but he's. You're not going to give him the ball 15 times well, a game. He has, like, legit speed. Like, yeah. fucking track star speed. 3 2. Yeah. Or 4 3 2 is what he ran. I want... Was that the top for running backs? I think so. Yeah. So, so there was another one that got in. I think Gibbs was at like a four three eight or something like that. Yeah, and we'll talk about him in a sec. But he, I mean, Gibbs has amazing speed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for him to run faster than him, it's just it's see, hard. and like with him, like like I do see like pretty decent. Uh, like he looks like a, he does look like a running back, kind of. Like with his contact balance, yeah, and it's like sometimes you he is small, but you don't see that in the way he plays. Uh-huh. Sometimes he plays bigger than he is. Uh, I I like that uh, his size kind of makes him get lost, like behind like, the line, like uh, like in the crowd. I was gonna say something like to that extent, like he's sometimes if there's not necessarily a hole there, he kind of. He's patient enough to where he can figure it out and get the yards himself. Darren Sprolsey. A little bit. And, like, he's, like, his change of direction is, like, crazy. Like, uh, if he sees the hole there, like, he could easily fucking just burst through and fucking get yep. a big-ass gain. So, it's like, he, he's gonna find he's going to find a role somewhere. Then, with his size, he knows he has to find the hole. And so, when he does... The burst just breaks it. <clears throat> like, I I was kind of, like, trying to think of, like, who he kind of reminded me of. And I was, like, uh, I was trying to think of if he was kind of like Kenneth Gainwell. But I feel like Kenneth Gainwell is, like, I feel like he's better than that. <laughs> so Gainwell's better than yeah. that? So. Yeah, I see a little bit Philip Lindsay. To where, you know, he runs hard, plays bigger than he is, but sometimes he can struggle in the pass game. Mm-hmm. It's 
it's just all basically size. If he was mm-hmm. 25 pounds heavier, I don't think we'd be having these same conversations. Yeah, he's but. like around, he's like 185-ish. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Like He's a built, fucking... he's a built 185. Yeah, but, but that's little. Yeah. <laughs> For a running back? Uh... Yeah, it just, it, the size says he's not going to be a guy that's on the field playing over 60% of snaps. Yeah, like, he's going to have his role. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to have his role somewhere. He'll score touchdowns uh, in the league, but uh, to have, like, any, any sort of, like, real fantasy implication, I think we're reaching. Yeah. But he's still a good player. That he's, first year, maybe. But I mean, he's, he'll be a returner guy to start off, and if he does well at that, I'm sure they're going to try to find a way to get him touches. Yeah, I mean he he's our number five guy for a reason. Like number the four. number Quattro. four. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean like that elite speed is something you can't fucking coach. Well, and he just the vision. He has certain yeah, aspects yeah. that just make him good. And yeah, if he were bigger. You're talking, he's moving up big time, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> well, even just looking at the NFL.com, like, scouting report of him, on the weaknesses, like, three out of their five weaknesses all had to do with his size. Mm-hmm. One of them was, can be a little too patient at times, and it's like, it's not necessarily a bad weakness to have not the worst but sometimes you just need to take yeah. those yards and go yeah, but especially when defenses are so fast to like uh like in that next level like you don't want to be just sitting there mm-hmm. even if you do have that fucking speed uh production though like he had 900 yards 910 yards uh the season before this one and 1100 this season and that's in the sec yeah nine touchdowns uh, the season before, eight touchdowns this season. He's an All-American track track guy, too. So, uh-huh. it's like, I just go with the speed again. Had mm-hmm. three receiving touchdowns, 36 receptions, almost 200 yards. And that's another thing. They don't, we talk about receiving with backs, and they just don't get utilized the same way as they do in the NFL receiving-wise. So, it's a hard comparison there. Yeah, and I mean, you look at, when we're talking about fantasy, where do... The receiving backs usually go in fantasy drafts. You usually get them eighth round and beyond. Mm-hmm. You're not really looking to draft them that high. So, yeah, uh, but... we, I was going to say we have a tie for our second spot. Two of us have one player at two. Two of us have another player at two. Uh, which one do we want? We were talking about him with the speed and everything, so we'll talk about Gibbs. Jama. Gibbs first. That's number three? Number three. Or well, number two. Well, we'll yeah, just say like, two. We're going to say two. We have two twos. Me and Hugo have him at three. Uh, Jose and Chowder have him at two. And mine's all dependent on just where he ends up. He could easily fall if he goes to the wrong place. Yeah. I, I basically have him at three because... The guy that we have at two, I could see him being more of a full-time back versus Gibbs. I just he concerns me just because his lack of being able to run between the tackles. Uh, he's more of just an outside, outside player. Yeah. I mean, Alabama lined him up in the slot a lot. That's where his value is going to be is 
as a receiver and yeah. being able to you know break big runs but i yeah. just don't see him being a guy that's going to get 12 plus carries he's an inch taller than a chain and 10 pounds heavier and 0.05 seconds slower in the 40 but he's basically in my mind almost the same type of player yeah yeah, um, let's see him compared to, in terms of size. Uh, him compared to Travis Etienne. I think Etienne's probably like... 215, yeah. so he's a much bigger back with that. See, uh, and I think, like, one of the players that I kind of saw in some of his tape was kind of like a Jamal, Jamal Charles type. Where his speed is like, uh, it's crazy and it shows like when he's playing. Like he plays with that four three eight, whatever he ran mm-hmm. in the combine. Like he does play with that fucking speed, where it'll be dangerous. Like he'll have like seventy yard touchdowns, like multiple seventy yard touchdowns in a game. Like, uh, well, that's somebody you can just say with the track speed that it shows you can still succeed as a. a- a multi down back with even not being a big guy. Yeah, and and I think he does show uh like better like should I say contact balance cuz like uh yeah, he's got a great balance. Yeah, cuz like when it. he gets hit, he tends to like kind of spin forward, like spin to fall forward mm-hmm. or which is like a, a great fucking trait in a running back. Like yep. you want your guy to be inching for every yard. Yeah. Um yeah. but like even Jamal Charles was like that size, like five eleven, like two hundred ish pounds, like so there's backs that could do it, but I think when we just talk, don't see it often. When we were talking about I compared him to CJ Spiller. Yeah. Who was a high draft pick for the Bills. Great speed, kinda of same thing, but he just never really panned out in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Not saying Gibbs won't pan out, but yeah. that's kinda of my fear with him because we're talking about how great of a receiver he is, but it's like, will he be able to get down, get in on third downs because his pl- pass blocking is is lacking? Yeah, and you know if he can't pick up blitzes, no coach is really going to trust mm-hmm. him to be out there in third downs, and so you know it's just kind of. It's tough when you have a third down back though. You don't necessarily sit there and be like, he's going to be holding in a lot. Like, he's almost just. They're done if they come out in full-on blitz and you're just hoping he can cut one of them down. Yeah, but as a defense, <clears throat> if you see him in there and you're like, oh, he's not. You're going to throw. Send we're going to go. We're going to go get him. Send a blitz and yeah. make sure you have someone covering him right away, too. So. Yeah, and, like, I was looking at his numbers in Georgia Tech. And, like, his first season had 24 receptions, 303 yards with three touchdowns. And then second season, 36 receptions. Uh, 470 yards, two touchdowns. And then Alabama had 44 receptions, 444 yards, and three touchdowns. So, like, that's pretty fucking consistent, like, work as a receiver. And watching Georgia Tech tape, like, he had a shit quarterback throwing at him. And, like, his numbers could have been so much better. Like, there was, like, so many plays where it was just, like, the ball was nowhere near where he was. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it kind of translated a little bit with going into Alabama and like putting up way better numbers in that receiving game. Even with his size, I just saw, found something. He had 28 broken tackles after his receptions too. Mm. Which... I, think, 
I think he would probably be a really good fit in turn in that Cleveland system that we were talking about yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they already have a pretty good offensive line in general. So, you know, that makes up for a little bit of the pass blocking where you just let Nick Chubb go through the tackles <laughs> and you bring him in for change of pace receiving. But kind of fits there because you have a mobile quarterback and it just takes a little bit of that pressure off of him. Oh, we're going to send a blitz because you can't defend everybody still in cover pass. So a lot of. Like I was saying during the you know tape that we're watching the announcers a lot of times compared him to Alvin Kamara and I just don't necessarily like I see it with the speed, but and somewhat of the running style. But in terms of just what Kamara can do, I just think he's a better Different, player yeah. than Gibbs. Um, so now to our other number two guy, we'll go to Zach Chardonnay. Chardonnay from. UCLA, <laughs> that California wine uh, size man, like he he's prototypical size, um, a tough runner, good vision, uh, soft hands. I think he's somebody, that, like one of the other guys in the draft that can come out and be a a, a starter. Yeah, be a go like you're gonna be go guy for right away. Yeah, I think he's just. He, to me, just seems like the guy that can get out there and play all three downs. He, I think my main thing was when he made a cut, he cut with freaking ferocity where he was still putting his weight into the defender to get extra yards. He very rarely got pushed back. He was always pushing the pile, fighting for extra yards, which that's one of the main things I look for in a running back. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just... I just loved what I saw with him. He had 195 carries, almost 1,400 yards, and 14 touchdowns. So numbers are all there, almost seven yards per carry. Mm-hmm. 37 um, receptions with 320 yards there. That's pretty good. For, 37 is great for college. Yeah. A, a stat that I saw this for this past season, too, was that he had uh, 67, like – uh, forced miss tackles where like he made the defender miss or like broke the tackle and like 15 of those were like as a receiver so it's like he could do it as a receiver or as a running back mm-hmm. like that's a special talent or a special trait yeah he's I think he just he doesn't have like Gibbs where he has the great speed but he's mm-hmm. got he's got good attributes everywhere um, you know, four, five, three, and forty. But with a guy his size, you don't necessarily care That's pretty as good. much. Like you're right there on the edge of breaking into the four, four. So I, I see kind of like a, like a little bit of James Conner, in, in how he plays. Yeah, James Conner, uh, even like Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I think those were kind of the ones that I, I saw. I was but. thinking like a little bit of Matt Forte. I can see that. Um, you know, not the quickest guy, but makes makes things work for him. Mm-hmm. So I think he's, and like we said, he can be out there all three downs because he can catch. He also can pass block. Probably one of the better pass blockers in this draft class too. I 
like I think for him, like worst case scenario is uh, he ends up being someone kind of like a like a Damian Harris, where like uh, he he could be a a like a good starter, like a productive starter. Mm. Uh, which in fantasy, like that's all you, all you could really ask for. <laughs> and I like the James Conner too. Well, I think he'll go higher than what Conner did in his draft because yeah. was Conner undrafted or was, did he? He was like a round? like a fourth or fifth, I think. So yeah, I mean, a guy that's not touted as like the most gifted, but mm-hmm. still can make things happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just curious out of why why Gibbs higher than Charbonnet for you. Well, I, mine was, it didn't really have a good reason. No. Like, he was my, Charbonnet was number three right behind him. I kind of was just like, it's a toss-up. but It depends on what necessarily the team's looking for. Yeah. You know, and that's where you kind of would differentiate the two. But if I were a team, I'd like, I, I, it, it is it's exactly, I, it's what you need. I can see... Gibbs being a better fit in a Buffalo offense than Charbonnet, just because I don't think Buffalo's looking for a a bell cow, just hand the ball and let him go. Like, that's yeah. not their offense. Gibbs fits in there better than I think Charbonnet does. Okay. I don't really have a good reason. They're, they're basically two and two, and they're the same. No, it's just, fine. I just yeah. wanted because you're the one that has him too. Jose's not yeah. here, so I just wanted to see your perspective on it. Yeah, mine was kind of it could go either way. Yeah, and then to nobody's surprise, at number one, weird, Bajan Robinson. The fact that this man is the consensus number one pick, even in super flex drafts, that has possibly four top ten quarterbacks, just shows what kind of talent he is. Um, probably trying... already a top five, if not top three, dynasty running back. Yeah, which is insane. Without um, even knowing where he's gonna go. Yeah, it's... don't care. The talent speaks yeah. for itself. So I'm trying to think if like there has been another running back in fantasy that has been like that. Like kind of like no matter what type of fantasy you're playing, like this is a consensus. Like Saquon is probably the only one that I could think of in recent history. CMC, but I don't think it would have been when he was coming out because he wasn't no. as ta- he was like, the touted. Pick, yeah, which he was high, but it, I want to say I remember like those fantasy drafts. He still was going third, fourth round. Where I remember Saquon was a first round pick. Yeah, uh, in redraft. Mm-hmm. So and you know, Jean is going to be a problem in the NFL. Uh, I think we talked about it a few weeks ago when we were going over like potential first rounds for the fantasy draft, and I was saying he's probably one of the running backs I'd feel the most comfortable taking in the first round. Yeah. But obviously, we got to wait for draft position mm-hmm. and where he goes. I mean, we're yeah, just just a monster. He's absolutely just. So much talent. I mean, j- just like look at him as a receiver. Like, just don't even like look at look at him as a running back. Like, just looking at him play as a receiver. Like, dude looks like a fucking receiver. Like, well, in a running back's body, but like the way he adjusts uh, his body to like catch balls, high points balls, like like that motherfucker. You could split him out wide and be confident that he's in a 
beat someone out there. Mm-hmm. Like he has that type of talent. Yeah, and it's just well, he knows how to move with it after because this last year he had 19 catches for 314. Mm-hmm. That's you're talking what 12 to 13 average maybe. Yeah, I I read that he had 104 broken tackles this past season, which is according to Pro Football Focus the most ever in a season. For me, he's just like Nick Chubb, but with the receiving work, like, yeah, like easily, uh, he has literally every trait, like vision, patience, uh, like play recognition, like just overall feel of the game. Like it's like up there, like elite. Mm -hmm. Like it's to the point where we've completely been like, Oh, running backs are no longer first round draft picks. And I've heard about him going as high as eight to the Falcons yeah. and it's like it wouldn't shock anybody at this point he's a top five talent in this draft and he probably will be treated as so I yeah. don't see him making it past 15 like, 10 years ago he's number one he's yeah. you're talking number one uh, overall like top pick yeah at least a top five mm-hmm. with him but <laughs> another stat that I saw was like on plays where uh, you needed three yards or less, like mm. third and one, third and three, something like that. Uh, his success rate when they gave him the ball was like seventy percent, or like sixty nine point, like high, like high sixty nine, which is like you'll take those fucking odds mm-hmm. like any fucking day. Sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I think my only con is like I don't have a perfect landing spot in the top 15 for him like that's the only con i have i would i think atlanta would probably be my favorite spot just because he would have the clear role there mm-hmm. versus some other places i mean i know you're against it but philly one well, and it's it, it makes sense though it's not like the worst case scenario at 10 you put, yeah you put but, him behind that line oh <laughs> i mean it, everything we've done this offseason definitely hasn't taken out of the the running of drafting someone like him. No. And, you know, you guys still have the 30th pick. You guys can use that to help your team. Exactly. Bajan <laughs> is what you need. Okay. He can help any team. Some nice Bajan mustard to go on that <laughs> team. All right. Some Dijon. No, Bijan. Bijan? Oh, yeah, they right. changed the name already. Yep. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, this guy, uh, like, when you're being super picky... Like trying to come up, like trying to come up with a con, to like or a weakness to his game, like there really fucking is none, and like, I think the only th- the only thing that I've seen was like people, like saying that he doesn't have like breakaway speed, like and me and Derek were talking about how like, I mean, this motherfucker hits home runs, like this motherfucker is like, so many plays where he's just like, running down down the field by himself. Yeah, and guess what? Even if uh, safety were to catch him. He can still make you that safety miss, mm-hmm. and they like, can and get into the end zone. Like I'm not worried about that whatsoever. Yeah, like I think this past season he was playing at like 220 pounds when, like the two previous seasons I think he was like around 210. Mm-hmm. So he put on like 10 pounds of muscle. Yeah, I think at the he weighed right in between at 215 at the combine. Yeah, so it's like still like that's not a the motherfucker can still move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's elite. He's elite. That's all we got to say. 
I'm at number three in a super flex, and I'm just hoping he either falls or if I can find a way to he's, he's done. get number one. You have he's to done, find brother. a way to go to number one. Yeah. I, I've i been trying to get – I'm pissed because, like, in two leagues so – in, in two leagues, I had the number one pick, and those two leagues fell apart. And I, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, the moves that I had to do, I'm pissed. Yeah. <laughs> You have the two pick in one of them. Yeah. My yeah. brother. I I tried. I tried. My brother's not going to. I'm going to try to talk him into some brotherly love and just trade me the number one pick no. for number three. No. He needs a quarterback in that He league. does need a quarterback. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's but, I also, that, but I also want the quarterback too, Sal. Yeah. Well, then he just needs to trade it to me. <laughs> I'll give him Zach Wilson. We'll call it a day. So I'm guessing with number two, if he goes quarterback, you're drafting Bijan. Easy. 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 With my eyes closed. I need to get that pick. <laughs> I need to get that pick. By any means necessary. He's just going to be a beast. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I got nothing else. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think of like uh, like player comps, but uh, he's hard to compare. Uh, ESPN, or not ESPN, NFL Network has it as Josh Jacobs. I think he's a little bit. I mean, it's hard because Josh Jacobs was an absolute he monster. He just this tore last it up, week, yeah. Or last year, so you can't knock him. Yeah, because mm. he he's like a rec- he has the receiving abilities of Christian McCaffrey, but he could run like like a Todd Gurley. Yeah, we love Bijan. <laughs> Everyone loves Bijan. If you don't love Bijan, motherfucker's good. That's all you need to know. Uh, sorry, just kind of random thought popped in my head. Someone that I'm getting a little bit higher on that I was down on last year is uh, is Najee, and uh, they just signed Samuelo. Yeah, yep. from from the Eagles. So I think that helps him out. I think they're going to continue build that offensive line a little bit more. So I think I'm in on Najee this year. It's a big guard to have, just smash up the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they had a pretty decent center already too. So kind of just, I think, building up that interior. and That, that is a good, like, kind of buy low type of dude, though, because disappointing season. Um, but it was a disappointing season, but then he turned it on at mm-hmm. the end of the season. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's what I feel like it gets lost in all of it was. It's probably because a lot of teams didn't make playoffs because he was their first round pick. Yeah. It gets overshadowed a little bit. Yeah. We'll go into our XFL coverage. Our XFL coverage? Uh-oh. Yes, XFL. I, I like this time of year, though, like, uh, trying to make trades and stuff because, like, people get so hyped in the draft and, like, you could sell draft picks for some really good players. Yeah. I already sold all the ones I want to sell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my best right now to work on another Breeze Holder. I have one where I literally don't have any rookie picks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, XFL. XFL. We have Friday, the Seattle Sea Dragons going to the Arlington Renegades. Give me the Sea Dragons. I got the Renegades on this one. Don't really disrespect me like that. I'll go with the the Sea Dragons. I've only watched one XFL game. I haven't watched any. I, I watched one and it was actually pretty entertaining. I try 
and watch them, but, like, some of the games, the ones with, like, fucking Paxton Lynch, right? He's down there, my thinking, different quarterback that Broncos have. No, he's in Orlando. Yeah, I, like, it's just, it's so sloppy, though. Yeah. It's, it's like watching college, and that's why I can't watch college ball. Next, we have the San Antonio Brahmas at Vegas to play the Vipers. Take the Vipers. Vipers. Throw the V's up. Next, we have the DC Defenders at the Orlando Guardians. Give me the Defenders because the Guardians are garbage. Yep. Uh, Orla- Defenders. Orlando garbage. Uh, that's what they should be called. Then we have the St. Louis Battlehawks. At Houston to play the Roughnecks. I mean, the Roughnecks. Gotta go Battlehawks on this one. I'm gonna go Battlehawks just so I have one different from Derek. (laughs) Only got three weeks left. Four weeks, never mind. And then Puppy Bowl? And then Puppy Bowl. Who's the team you picked, sorry? I picked the uh, Roughnecks. Roughnecks. Do they have a name for their championship? I don't know. Or it's just the championship? I don't know. Do they have playoffs? Yeah. Do all teams make it? <laughs> I mean, there's only eight teams. Nope, there's two games and then the... So, half. Half the half teams. Half teams make it. Thank God we don't have to see don't, Orlando there. Don't they have, like, incentives? Like, uh, if they win, they make more money and stuff like that? I couldn't tell you. I bet you they do if the NFL does. Why yeah. wouldn't you... Right now, the teams that would be in would be the DC Defenders at six and zero, the St. Louis Battlehawks at four and two, the Seattle Sea Dragons at four and two, and the Houston Roughnecks at four and two. Damn. Sea Dragons started out zero and two. I just want to point that out. What a game win streak! I'm pretty good. Best team in the league. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back next week with the wide receiver rankings. This one's going to be... I hate it, too. Already. Interesting as well. I hate it, too. <laughs> I've, already, I've, a, I've already started a little bit, and some of the guys, I'm just like, more frustrating tape. I know. I, I feel like I'm going to bring up more uh, lower-end receivers just because. There's I like one guy that I really love, but his quarterback was absolute dog. Doo-doo. Yeah. So, But we'll get into that next week. Um, for now, give us a roar. That was even better than I expected. That was good. <laughs> uh, we're going to get out of here. Love you guys. Or not. Peace out, everybody. Later. Sipping brews. Staying blunted. Dumb, dumb lollipop Girl, take a lift Be quick with the pen and drop Lifestyle, homie